Family from the Heart, podcast episode number eight. And welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we're here to talk about how to express heartfelt commitment to your mate. Yes, we are. It happens to be the <laughs> subtitle of the book that we're reading. Off. I know. You like that? Yeah. It's the actual uh, subtitle of the book, The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman, which is the book that we are reviewing as we go through week by week here at Family from the Heart. In fact, uh, this is episode number eight of our podcast, but we are covering chapter six of the book, which is uh, talking specifically about one of the five love languages. There's a lot of numbers in this. There are a lot of numbers. We're talking about one of the five love languages. It is the third of the five of... (laughs) The first two were. The first two were first <laughs> words of affirmation and quality time. And today we're going to talk about receiving gifts. We are. All right. So this was a short chapter. Obviously, maybe, perhaps. Maybe this is in his love language. It must not be. So, Didn't I tell you I was looking for that short chapter? <laughs> I think this is this must be the one that's this. a little bit lower on Gary yes. Chapman's uh, priority list. Although we completely could be reading into that. But, right. Uh, no, I, I think that this uh, I think that this topic is just more cut and dry, so to speak. He said, you know, it's he said this is the easiest love language to pick up as a quote unquote second language. Uh, right. The the term second picking up a second language. Obviously, we've discussed that in prior episodes for those who are new. I, I encourage you to go back to episode three and start this series if, if, if you're just now joining us, because uh, this is good stuff and uh, has been helpful to Stephanie and I in really communicating love better to one another. And I know she's excited about next week because we're going to talk about her love language. That's right. So uh, I still got one more week before I really need to start putting things into yeah. practice here. But anyway, we'll get to next week, I'm sure. We will. We may have to record next week a little early. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. It's not fair that yours was first. Well, hey, you know. It's not fair. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit about giving gifts or re- I'm sorry, gifts. it's actually receiving gifts as a love language. Um, one of the things that when I hear gift giving and the idea of speaking love to somebody uh, by giving gifts, sometimes the first thing that comes to mind is I just don't have the money for that. Right. But you don't. All gifts don't have to be of money. Right. They don't have to be expensive. You can find them. You can make them. You know, you can be creative. Yep. They can be purchased, found, or made is what he talks about in this chapter. That is specifically what he says. It, exactly. So, uh, basically, the whole idea is that, you know, he, he didn't mention the fact that gifts don't always have to consist of, of costing money. Uh, but you know, you can, and you can actually communicate a lot of love with, you know, $1 gifts or gifts that are found or made, but you know, he's, he kind of warned that, you know, you don't want to consistently, uh, give $1 gifts over and over again because might one might question the expression of your love. You know, are, are you just being cheap? However, I did like what he said, you know, there's for a family that is 
experiencing some extreme financial difficulty, a $1 gift can communicate quite powerfully the right. the, the love uh, or the thought that comes of behind love. that. Right. And one of the things that I really enjoyed about reading this book, and it helps me understand just the way to think about communicating love in different ways is the idea it's not necessarily the cost of the gift and it's not necessarily the and and see i'm a practical person you are i'm a very practical person so you know to give a gift that doesn't have a practical purpose it just doesn't make sense to me like should should i can i mention some of the gifts that i've received in the past from you sure okay a winter coat Uh uh-huh a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> um, well, let's just stop there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. They're very practical, and if they don't have a purpose, then I, I don't think that you see their their value. Well, that and and but it's not your opinion of the value of that item that matters. It's the person that you're giving it to. Right. And, and you can tell how much I value the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. I tell you, I've totally screwed some things up early on in our marriage. Let me tell you. So here's the situation is is not only that, but, you know, the idea of giving somebody flowers that have been cut. Yes. It just doesn't make any sense. Those things are going to die. And I I know. I know. I'm learning. I I have learned, actually. Well, see, I enjoy like one one of the one of the things that the examples that he uses in the book is that you know this man bought his wife a rose and and she loved it and she she put it on the table but like the next night or two nights later he bought her a potted plant because the rose was going to die and he wanted her to have something that that would you know live on longer and that doesn't work for me because i enjoy to get flower i do enjoy getting flowers for the temporary time that they last and don't buy me a potted plant because it will still last a temporary time about the same time as a rose (laughs) sure enough i will kill it i'm i'm not very good at it i've actually kept this plant alive for quite some time now you have i'm very proud of you anyway but yes the whole idea though what i've learned here uh from this chapter specifically i mean i've kind of picked up on this over the last couple years However, this chapter really was the first time I've seen it expressed in words. And I just want to share it with you real quick. It says here that a gift is more of a symbol of one's thoughts for another. And so the whole idea here is that it is impossible for you to buy a gift for somebody without thinking of that person. And what communicates love is the ideas that somebody's thinking about me. You know, that's that's how you communicate love. And how can you show people, you know, one way that you can show somebody that you are that you have been thinking about them is to purchase a gift. There's there's the you know, the whole saying is, well, it's the thought that counts. Right. Well, it's true. It it is. It is true. Uh, it is the thought that counts. It's it's not necessarily, it's not always, and, and I love here, it says, gifts need not be expensive, nor must they be given weekly. But for some individuals, their worth has nothing to do with monetary value and everything to do with love. Right. You know, it, it, and so here here's the situation. There is a story in here of a, of a husband and a wife. 
And the thing is, is that the husband had never, ever purchased any gifts for his wife in all the years that they had been married. Ever since 15 years and three kids later. (laughs) Exactly. Never bought her any gifts because, you know, they couldn't afford. He he, his thought was, you know, I can't keep doing this. We can't afford this. You know that we got to keep the bills paid. We got to keep, you know, I want my wife to either choose whether or not she wants to work or not out of the house. She she has that freedom. He's providing a lot of things he's doing. Matter of fact, not only that, but there, there he's communicating love in so many other ways. But his wife, all these years, just felt emotionless or emotionless. Is that right? Emotionless? Anyway, she, she felt no emotion right. when it came to feelings for him because she thought he simply didn't love her. And the thing is, is he was communicating love in so many other languages. but In gift, his love language, but he never took the time to communicate in her love language. Right. And the problem being that he didn't know her love language even existed. And so it was it was actually um it was actually the fact that he went to one of the seminars where Gary Chapman shared the five love languages uh that she that he for for the very first time it's like, "Oh my gosh, maybe I should try to do something. And so what he decided to do for one week is that every day for one week, he would buy her a, or he would get her a small gift right. to see if it did anything. And, and, and why it, don't you share that story? Well, and the gifts were, they, they were different. One day he called and said, Hey, how, why don't I bring home a pizza? You know? And, um, that was, that was amazing to her because she thought that he was, he he had their entire marriage lived his life that she should have dinner ready when he gets home. And so for him to call and to offer to bring home a pizza was a great gift to her. And um, one one night it was the rose that I had mentioned. And then two nights later, the potted plant. And one night it was um, her favorite cookie from a bakery and just small things throughout the week. And then I guess at the end of that week, he took her on a date and said that he had learned this at this marriage conference and um, wanted to try it for a week and see how it worked and made a commitment to that he couldn't do it every day but um, once a week that he would buy her a gift or or give her a gift right and it miraculously turned their marriage around exactly and and she had shared with uh gary chapman the story of how he had not missed a week for 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 three years for a whole three years up to the point when she told him that story and so one of the things that he asked the husband when he found this out he said so did you recognize any difference in the marriage i mean obviously she she expressed how her love tank is full now and overflowing and again if if you're listening for the first time and you haven't heard the term love tank you really should go back and listen to some of the earlier episodes because this this is all very very rich stuff here and 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 very much can enrich marriages but anyway um so she was expressing how her love tank was overflowing but he turned to him and says so how's this affected you and do you have that right there i do so go ahead i do so he he asked he asked the husband, so what about you? Do you feel loved by your wife? And he goes, oh, I've always felt loved by her, Dr. Chapman. She is the best housekeeper in the world. She is an excellent cook. She keeps my clothes washed and ironed. She is wonderful about doing things for the children. I know she loves me. Exactly. And that is because she is speaking to him in his love language. Which his love language is acts, acts of, of service, service which, which we're going to talk about week. next week. 
So yeah, I mean, so amazing stuff here. And and gosh, this is the easiest one for us to cover because one thing that I do want to talk about um, is that he did talk about receiving gifts that are not actually a gift. That they're not tangible. They're not tangible. Um, he he talked about a couple in here whose the the wife had held some serious bitterness and anger because she was under the impression that her husband loved softball more than her. And she gave two accounts over their marriage, one being the birth of their child. He was at the hospital. The baby was born. He took some pictures, and then he left to go play softball. And then the other um the other time was her mother died and um the funeral was over and after the funeral he left to go play softball and that was an area that for her was very hurtful and but on the husband's side he's like look i was there all through the labor and i was there for the delivery and i took the um the the pictures and i was happy and um and she just won't let it go and when her mom died did she mention that i took off the whole week before and i was at the hospital and i was at her mom's house doing you know doing repairs around the house and and so then i thought that after the funeral that you know I that she would, i had I done do. everything i could do and that she would want me to have a break and so what he talked about, what, what Dr. Chapman talked about was that it wasn't that she needed a gift, but she needed his presence. And just to know that he was there if she needed him. Does that make sense? Yeah. Did I, did I say that yeah. right? Yep, yep, okay. yep. And one of, the only thing is, is you were reading that because Stephanie reads the chapter aloud before uh, we record our episode here. And she was recording it or reading it. And I was thinking to myself as i was hearing him talking about you know the the idea of having your presence your physical presence as a gift i just thought that that seemed to me like you know i i realized that it's not activity driven quality time but that still seems to be crossing over into the other love language of quality time i i can see how you can understand that how you can think that but I can see how he is keeping it separate from that as well because the quality time when we talked about that last week we talked about you know the the quality conversation and you know that could be um a taking taking up into your spouse's other interest into their hobbies that that could be quality time this wasn't conversation and this wasn't activity driven she just needed his presence as a show of support for her Right. Yes, absolutely. I, and I understand it, but uh, well, I understand what he's saying. I just, I, I, th- I think there's a little blurring of the lines between the two though. And, and I'm not going to argue the point, right. but, but for me, I, I think, phys- I think that some symbol of physical gifts, I mean, I can understand how your time can be a gift, but mm-hmm. the one thing that, cause here, the reason why I make a point to say this, Stephanie, is because for me, I can go to, you know, this, I go to extremes, right? I'm either I'm on one end of the extreme or the other. Yes. And so if I wanted to really start practicing the the love language of giving gifts, obviously, so that you would receive gifts um, for me, when I start thinking of just my physical presence as a gift, then all of a sudden it it for me, it would get so close into that whole point system thing. You know, it's like, well, I was here and I did this and I did this and I did this. And it's like, I don't know. 
Maybe I'm losing myself. Well, then there. you're not. Well, the, the, that is that is a problem within you, right? Because you are at that point taking account your your loving and your and your what's the word I want to use? I don't know. Me neither. Um, but you you are keeping track of how you would be loving me versus how I am loving you. Like I, you're you're right. not taking into account maybe. Does that make sense? Yeah, I understand. I, I don't. I don't know if I'm really communicating myself right because when I said it, it didn't come out right. Okay. So anyway, since since I, I'm not able to really communicate what I'm saying there, I I, just, I, I believe that I, I believe regardless of what I think that we we need to figure out what each other's love language is, mm-hmm. primary love language, and we need to definitely focus on making that our secondary love language if it's not already our our primary. Obviously, you and I don't share the same primary love language. Um, I, my primary love language is words of affirmation, which I believe is your second. Is that right? No, it's in the top three. But okay, the the other two quality time, quality time, and words of affirmation kind of like trade off into gotcha they're they're kind of equal so it's not so much that i have a top three is that i have a top two and right and quality time and words of affirmation are equal for me gotcha i think that i i i could be completely wrong um but in examining myself this is like what i think about myself which most people should know women have a hard time thinking well of themselves anyway i think that i speak words of affirmation fairly well to you Okay. Until those times when I feel completely drained and empty of my own love language. Because my love language, I don't even think, is in the top five of yours. <laughs> I think you have two other ones twice. <laughs> and like mine's <laughs> just not even on the chart. But I'll, I'll use an example. I had, um, I had been doing very well speaking words of affirmation to you and making sure that when I did have something that, that needed to be said, that I was careful about how I chose my word, you know, like reminding you to take out the garbage. I was careful about how I chose my words in that text message. that I said. Yes. I text reminders to my husband and, um, and I had been doing in my mind very well for, for several days. And then you drove my van and I already knew that the tank was empty when you got in it and it was empty when you brought it back. And I am like, how hard would it be for him to show me this love and go fill up my tank? Well, the- because the last time that your get- car got gas in it, I filled it. Up. And so this is all going on in my mind. So then later that night when I needed you for something, instead of asking nicely, I asked very snappy. And then I'm like, well crap now i gotta start all over you know (laughs) and so where as as the spouse who is speaking the love language of your spouse you have a hard time keeping that up is when you completely feel like your love language is not being spoken to you i understand and that is that is my hardest part i i think that i have i have no doubt in my mind what your love language is and i think on most occasions I do well at speaking it until in my mind, I think you're not speaking to me and then all bets are off. (laughs) (laughs) So that's not right. I'm telling you people that I know that I'm not right in in doing that and in behaving that way. I'm just telling you that that's how I behave. Right. And, and of course the principle behind this book is the, the whole idea is that if you continue to speak 
to me and that and my love language and you go so far out of your way to just really go over the top and overflow the the love tank then then what happens is it says oh oh, i need to be reciprocating and i'm like look dude you should be full by now (laughs) reciprocate or die (laughs) i'm I'm feeling the love babe i'm feeling the love (laughs) this is what goes on in my in in my crazy warped out female mind is that there are times when I'm like, seriously, how much more do I have to give for that man to be on full? He must have the most enormous love tank of anyone I have ever met. I don't think that I can fill it ever on my own. Seriously, this is how I think. Because there are times when I'm like, really? It, it should be, he should be doing good. If anyone is depleting his love tank, it is him. With his own negative words about himself. <laughs> Why do I have to take the fun? So I I get stuck in those in those thoughts and I will tell you that I think that is it is attack from from Satan and in deception in my mind. He's using that against me to not love my husband. I know these things. And so that is where that is where I struggle in in loving you in your love language is when I'm like and and not that not that, that we need to do this here but in in some <laughs> somewhat of a defense I knew the gas tank was n- near empty in your van mm-hmm. however you handle all the finances and our budget is extremely tight and I mean so much down to the point where it's like if I need gas I and have And you don't have a call you don't have a phone in your pocket You're right I okay. could have called you but uh, anyway But then it wouldn't have been an act of service because then I would have known about it well, and no, if I well, ask, it's not an act of service. Well, no, if I would have called and you would Or I may learn different next week. Anyway. So, yes, we're so we don't come here behind the microphone to kind of no. like preach to the to the Cuz we don't have it all together. That's exactly if 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 nothing else, we're here to show you that we struggle communicating with love to communicating love to, to one another, other. as Can, as much as anybody else. Now that I have just totally, um, you know, nagged on myself, can I tell a success story? Yes. Okay. Our oldest daughter is eight years old, and her primary love language is words of affirmation. And we both know that. And she's been going through just a difficult time the last few days just with... um, her and her brother are having a lot of sibling rivalry. There's a lot of arguing and fighting going on in our house. And Megan, because she's the oldest, tends to take a lot of the blame and the and the punishment for that. I don't know why. It just seems to be the case. Matthew's a little bit more sneaky and a little bit able to slide his way out of it. Although we're working on that. Anyway, the other night, Friday night, Mother's Day was approaching and... Um, in in for me on mother's day i like to think of what a blessing my children are no matter where i am in my parental walk and um and really be thankful that that god has allowed me to be their mom and that is a great responsibility and i screw it up daily but to be grateful that i have been given these children for the time that i have been given them mm-hmm. so anyway that may be too much backstory. Megan and I were sitting upstairs and um, 
she came over she was asking me a question and i said megan i love you and i just want you to know how beautiful you are and how special you are and that when i look at you i'm looking at greatness i know that someday whatever you do you will do it with greatness you are a remarkable child and i'm telling you the child cried and she hugged me for like 10 minutes squeezing did not let go because i spoke to her in her love language and she felt it to the core of her being absolutely that is not to that is not to toot my own horn because i screw mothering up every day every day i will be the first one to tell you and i'm sure my kids will be the second but i saw it i saw what it did it it made her feel better about herself and she felt it in the core of who she is so anyway it works it does work so anyway i've been watching the chat room here and unfortunately not been able to respond because obviously i'm trying to communicate to my love quality time and and (laughs) listening to what she says and trying not to be distracted so uh, a lot of people in here, some folks are saying, you know, I need I've got guest number three that says I need to read this book. I recently purchased it, but can't find it in my house. And uh, Shelly's in the chat room. Shelly's been around for a while. Uh, however, uh, she says I need to read this book, too. This is the first time I've ever listened to a family from the heart episode. Well, Shelly. Well, I'm glad that you found this one, and hopefully you'll go back and listen to... I would start it with episode three, yes. uh, if you found any of this interesting at all, because um, we're, we're really covering a lot of wonderful topics here uh, in Family from the Heart that is all about just enriching relationships. It's not, it's not just about husband and wife stuff. It's not just about raising Although kids. Although that's how this book is yes. written. Right. Um, but there are... There are other books that that Dr. Chapman has written about the five love languages and how they pertain to other relationships in your life. But this book that we are reading is is specifically written for spouses, spouses, although although the the principles apply to any relationship in your life. That's exactly right. And uh, we do want to say a special thank you to Mardell.com. Absolutely. That's M-A-R-D-E-L-L.com. And Mardell.com is the sponsor for Family from the Heart. In fact, they are the ones who helped us get this thing launched because we were already producing a ton of podcasts. And they said, hey, we want to sponsor one of your shows. And when we got down to the conversation, I found out that they were a Christian online bookstore, that they were launching a brand new website, which, by the way, I've ordered some materials from Mardell.com. Did I just say M-A-R-D-E-L-L? That's what you said. I, I don't know if that's right. M-A-R-D-E-L dot com is what it is. Yeah, there's only one I, L. I, I'm so sorry. I apologize to my sponsor. But it's M-A-R-D-E-L dot com. And I've went and ordered some products through there. And it is a very nice website design that they've just upgraded to. And I want to encourage our listeners as as a way of saying thank you to Mardell.com for sponsoring us. And trust me, when I say they're sponsoring us, that means every month they're writing a check to Cliff and Stephanie Ravenscraft, or at least our business anyway. Right. And it is literally making this po- this program possible. And uh, not only is it, you know, entertaining at times when Stephanie and I share some funny stories, which uh, you so <laughs> you need to go really back. You should really check out the uh, euphoric phenomenon of falling in love. Yes, that was a good episode. 
Uh, but not only is that providing entertainment, but really I've had some emails. We've had some emails uh, from people who saying, you know, their lives, their their marriages are being changed as a result of this stuff. So, Mardell, thank you so much. And just so you know, this book that we're reading right now, it's called The Five Love Languages. And it's by Gary Chapman. And uh, there is a bargain book section on Mardell's site. If you go to gspn.tv and then click on Family from the Heart in the list of shows, in the show notes, there will be a link where you can purchase this book for $5.99. And then, of course, you can shop for any Bibles or anything else that you wanted to purchase online. Just do us a favor so that they know that you're you found out about them because of us. When you're in the shopping cart, there's a place for you to enter a promo code. And if you put promo code GSPN, just GSPN, it will actually communicate to them that you're a listener of ours and it will also give you 10% off your entire order. And so there have been, I've heard so many stories. I mean, Mardell, I have very good connection with the guy who we've signed this up with. In fact, he's one of the listeners of, he's not just a listener, he's a member of the GSPN community. And I just think that that's so awesome. And he communicates to me every so often to let me know, you know, that people are using the promo code. And I just want to say, wow, we are overwhelmed and want to thank you guys who are using the promo code GSPN to let them know. Because, you know, we want to we want to continue to make sure that we're benefiting them in the same way that they're benefiting us financially and uh, making this worthwhile for our sponsors. So that's why we communicate. I mean, it, it's like the dream come true sponsor for us. So right. anyway, it's really cool. It, they do. I do want to, can I just say one thing about the, the bargain books? Because some people have asked, you know, if you go through and you do a search on Mardell.com for five love languages, instead of clicking on the link to the five ninety nine book, mm-hmm. you'll find that they do have the five love languages for like the normal fourteen ninety nine or whatever the price is. Um, there, there is a section of their um, book search called bargain books and bargain books are books where they've got the, the manufacturer of these books or the printing companies of the, these books have massive overstocks and or sometimes they have some promotional stickers still on them and sometimes the the uh, the manufacturer will mark them as overstock by punching a hole through it uh, or they'll they'll uh, put a little black mark on the on the outside of the page just so that they can be you know it's like hey so it can you, be recognized yes you should not be paying full price for this book right and uh, so the the truth is though nobody that I know of has gotten one of those marked books uh, so anyway it, we, I've ordered materials from the bargain books and it, and it looks just like any other book and uh, you can't beat it for five ninety nine. Uh, this is a wonderful book. You should probably buy some for the copy, some copies for people you know yeah. that uh, that might benefit from this. But that was more of a commercial than what I wanted it to be. But really, honestly, this is this is Cliff and Stephanie talking about some something that we're passionate about, and uh, we just uh, we love Mardell. Stephanie, next week we're going to talk about your love language. Finally, <laughs> no, I'm 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 teasing. Yeah, but we uh, no, I, uh, I you know honestly, I'm not teasing. I am looking forward to getting into your love language next week because each of these chapters have really helped me to understand some practical steps that we can do to help you know take the next step and actually start communicating this. And so I need some of those. Um, right. I need some of those 
pointers and tips. Because for me, when I hear acts of service, it's like, oh my gosh, I, I need to go do this. I need to go do this. And I need to go do this. And, and I, I'm hoping that it'll give me a fresh new perspective on the, on the, on the love language right. thing. Does that make sense? It does. Alrighty. Well, I'm looking forward to it. You know what? Let me uh, just check one last thing here. See if we have any feedback. Alrighty, I do have one uh, email. This is uh, from Chandra. Uh, uh, Sh- is that Shonda? Yeah, it's C H A N D A. Is it Shonda or Shanda? Shonda. Shonda. Okay. So anyway, Shonda says, "Hey Cliff, first I've been enjoying Family from the Heart episodes, and I've bought a copy of the book for the, my husband and I. Um, I got it in the mail today, and I'm curious if the 5.99 version is the entire book. I've already bought copies for another couple as well." If the 5.99 version isn't the full book, do you think my husband and I and the other couple will get the full meaning of the book uh, with this abbreviated version? So um, I I've already emailed back and forth uh, with Shonda here, and here's what happened: she actually did a search uh, for Mar- on Mardell.com looking for the five love languages. Okay, and um, they she actually if you go there, I mean. This is the only thing I don't like about these really popular books is when they turn it into every version, like the five love languages for kids and for dogs and for everything. There is not for dogs. (laughs) I know. But there really is a lot of five love languages books. And one of them is the heart. One of them is called the heart of the five love languages, which okay. is an abbreviated b- version oh, of the book, okay. and it is five ninety nine. Uh, go figure. Right. But that is not the book that we link to. Uh, the five ninety nine version. If you go to gspn.tv and then click on Family from the Heart uh, in this list of shows, you'll see in our show notes section a a link you can click on to the five ninety nine version of this book. It is the full version, version. of the book. So. Okay. And then uh, that's pretty much all I have in listener feedback. So uh, we would love some listener feedback from uh, Family from the Heart listeners. We get lots of feedback for all our other shows. I don't think we ask for it. What? Nothing. I don't think we ask for it enough here. I don't think we do either. So you can send us email at uh, feedback at gspn.tv. You can uh, send us a voicemail 24 hours a day, seven days a week at area code 859-795-4067. Again, that's area code 859-795-4067. With that, Stephanie... You know, I, I, I feel like I am might be in the mood to think of some gifts. Yeah? Maybe. Okay. We'll see. I might see. find something. You might <laughs> find something? Anyway. That's funny. No, I, I can't wait till next week, honestly. I'm looking forward to it. In okay. fact, maybe we should read something sooner. Okay. <laughs> we'll be back next week. 